Welcome to the Financial Insight Podcast, IFA Magazine's weekly podcast covering everything you need to know in the financial services industry. All material has been carefully checked for accuracy, but no responsibility can be accepted for inaccuracies. Wherever appropriate, independent research, and wherever necessary, legal advice should be sought before acting on any information contained in this podcast. The value of investments and income from them can go down as well as up. You may not get back the amount you originally invested. The Financial Insight Podcast is for investment professionals only. Thank you. Hello and welcome. Today we're going to be talking to Lynn Tomlinson. She's the Head of Impact and Philanthropy at Casanova Capital. Uh, Casanova Capital, one of the UK's leading wealth management businesses and part of the Schroders Group. So today we're going to be talking about donor advised funds, what they are and what Casanova Capital are doing in this space. So to kick things off, Lynn, would you mind introducing yourself and your role as it relates to what we're talking about today? Yeah, sure. So as Head of Impact and Philanthropy, I work with um, clients, so typically um, our ultra high net worth families and individuals, as well as um, our charity clients who want to use their capital to create positive impacts, whether that's either through their philanthropy, i.e. how they give their money away or via their investment portfolio. I'm a member of our Sustainable Investment Committee, and that's the governance function at Casanova Capital. And we oversee over six billion of sustainable assets, which are invested to have a positive impact. And in addition, I sit on the Schroeder Big Society Capital Social Impact Trust Investment Committee. And that company IPO'd in December 2020 and is very focused on um, private assets in the social investment part of the, of the UK. And so I have a really broad experience, if you like, across what's de- deemed the spectrum of capital, i.e. from sustainable investing and impact investing in listed markets right through to philanthropy. Marvellous. OK, so let's just jump in. Um, can you explain what a donor advised fund is and what the benefits to it are? Yeah, sure. So if you think about it in its simplest term, a donor advised fund is a charitable savings vehicle. So as the client, you make an irrevocable donation of assets and those assets can be um, cash, shares, property, art, private assets, etc. And depending upon uh, what you're funding the vehicle with, you get various income and capital gains tax reliefs that apply to those donations. So once those assets are then in the account, they are invested and many of our clients choose to invest their charitable funds in sustainable or impact mandates with us. Um, But any options are available, um, but that's subject to trustee approval. Then as a client, you recommend grants um, and those grants should be made to charities that are either registered here in the UK or internationally. In terms of the governance, the DAF trustees, um, in our case, National Philanthropic Trust, they are the legal owners of the asset. And so as a donor, you have made an ir- irrevocable donation to the donor advice fund, and that's how you obtain your um, tax relief. Um, but as a donor, you retain the right to recommend that the grants are made to um, charities that you choose. As the legal owners, the DAF trustees, 
have the responsibility of annually reporting to the Charity Commission, ensuring that the assets are distributed in accordance with UK and international charitable law, and doing all of the due diligence on the recipient charities to ensure that they comply with relevant legislation, etc. So what that's actually doing is you're effectively outsourcing the legal and regulatory compliance of setting up your own charitable vehicle to a professional team of trustees. And that's really important because it just allows the client to focus completely on giving their money away, which is why they they wanted to set up their charitable vehicle in the first place. So donor advice funds are essentially a really quick way to establish an alternative to um, either a charitable trust or company, a charitable incorporated organisation, which can sometimes take many, many months to set up. So my experience of working with clients who set up their own individual charitable vehicle is that it can take between three three and 12 months to actually have that established. So um, that's probably the main reason that DAFs are gaining popularity here in the UK. They're absolutely massive in the US. In the US, if you are a... Um, a, a, you know, a wealthy individual, your first port of call is a donor advice fund rather than, rather than setting up your own foundation. And I think we expect to see that sort of growth over here. They do have another benefit as well, which is that they allow individuals a um, a layer of privacy. So currently, if you establish your own charity, you need to register with the Charity Commission, as I said, and that can take some time. But also, there's quite a lot of public information out there in terms of you know, if you've chosen your children and, um, as trustees, that, for example, their names and addresses are, um, are um, publicly available, as is how much you've contributed to the vehicle, as is where you're you're donating to. And that, that can just lead to... It's not ideal, I'd say, for for very high profile families, but it also can lead to an an additional administrative burden because many charities will look at the Charity Commission website when they're trying to raise funds and, and individuals may be approached by charities asking for funding when actually that charitable cause may not be aligned with with how they want to give their money away. So um, just to summarise, I would say, you know, flexibility, outsourcing all of the boring bits, so the legal compliance regulatory bits, um, and also that um, that speed and, and ability to um, to have a bit of privacy around your giving. Really interesting. Okay, Lynn, could you detail the growing client demand for impact investing in a balanced portfolio sort of that we've seen over the last couple of decades and especially in sort of the shadow of ESG legislation and COP26? Yeah, sure. So um, if I just give you some context, we've had a responsible investment offering for our clients since 2002, so coming up for 20 years, and that was predominantly driven by our charity business. So Casanova Capital is the, the largest UK charity asset manager. And as you'll know, charities have you know, a very broad range of stakeholders and they have very significant reputational risk if their investment portfolios are investing in you know, things that are against their mission. And an obvious one, for example, is you know, a healthcare charity investing in tobacco stocks. So that's a sort of genesis, if you like, of... Of, of where our sustainable investment proposition has come from. But it's grown over the last, as I say, uh, nearly 20 years. But in the last three, it has become core to our business. And we are being asked to run um, sustainable investment mandates across every single um, client segment that we service. So that's charities, individual and, and ultra high net worth 
clients. And I think, you know, one of there's a couple of reasons for that. Obviously, the pandemic is quite often quoted, but even before the pandemic, there was, you know, this rising unease around this, you know, distribution of wealth issues. You had social unrest huge awareness of the impacts of climate change and actually the role of financial markets in, in financing that. So I think what we're seeing now is, um, you know, is a trend that's, that's basically sustainable investing has become mainstream. Um, but as you know, there's 50 shades of green um, across that. So um, we're being asked by clients to either invest for positive impact, as I mentioned, through the Schroeder Big Society Capital Social Impact Investment Trust, that's focused very much on delivering a measurable and um, positive impact for people in very deprived communities. And the way that we do that is we allocate capital to social enterprises and charities who are working in the most disadvantaged parts of the UK, right through to um, engagement and voting in, in listed markets where we're, we're actually holding companies to account and, and making sure that they improve their practices around climate and, and diversity, those sorts of issues. So um, I think we've had, you know, we all know we've got um, eight years to halve emissions if we're going to um, meet the objectives of, of the Paris Agreement and, and, um, and meet our net zero commitments. So we've got a lot of work to do across our industry in the next eight years, really, to, to make sure that we, we are on track for that. Okay, Lynn, would you mind telling me what Casanova Capital's offering is in regards to donor advised funds? So sure. So um I mean our our proposition, if you like, regarding um giving advice on philanthropy and impact investing is that it's now really a core part of our business and it's really important to our clients. So in a um twenty twenty survey we did through our wealthiest families, so that's those who had assets invested with us of more than ten million pounds they rated helping those with less as their first or second priority. So not only is you know it really important for us as a business, um, it's also a very important offering for our clients. Um, so in terms of what we actually do, um, we provide advice on, on structuring for, for, tri- for clients who want to give money away to charity. So, and we've launched obviously our own donor advice fund and, and we've talked a bit about that today but really it's part of that that structuring advice piece which is is a donor advice fund right for the client or should they use any other charitable structure and if they do need another charitable trust um, or other um, charitable um, legal entity then we would refer out to to their client their um, existing tax advisors Um, but if a donor advice fund is right for them, and in my experience, 95% of clients want to make grants to already existing charities, which makes a donor advice fund absolutely perfect for them. And then we obviously um, work with National Philanthropic Trust and, and establish the vehicle. We do a huge amount of work around funding the donor advice fund um, effectively, so making use of, of the really generous um, tax reliefs that we have here in the UK. So, for example... You can gift shares to um, to charity and if they have gains on them, then not only do you get income tax relief, but your, this, the capital gains um, tax is effectively wiped out, which can really help people um, give more to, more to charity in the end. And then we do an awful lot in terms of investing the assets to maximise the impact that a client can have. And if you think about that in the context of you know, um, um, someone's philanthropy, most people who set up a charity will 
fund it with a certain amount and then they'll give away annual grants each year and those grants can typically be between you know three to four percent typically let's say um but if you're not really paying attention to what the other 96 percent is doing and um, then you're really not having the, the the most impact that you can so you know we really encourage those with with charitable vehicles who've given money away to think about well how can i use all of these assets for for maximum good because I've made that decision now that I don't need these funds for for my life. They are purely intended to, you know, provide um, in positive impacts for either people or the planet. Um, so how do I use all of those assets to maximise impact? And and the way that they can do that is through taking a lot more risk in in those um, charitable assets, thinking about um, perhaps making you know repayable loans to charities, um, venture philanthropy investing in in funds that are working like the big traders big society um, impact investment trust in specific areas that are, are aligned with their causes or potentially funding property funds that are focused on homelessness so really thinking through um, how they can use that that whole charitable portfolio to have um, the or to deliver the, the the positive impact that they want to have uh, lynn thank you so much for coming on and talking to us today